thing I love about this practice is there's no ceiling. You there just go no. higher and higher and higher and you dip down. We all dip down, but the dip down has so much value in it that you learn to meet that lower vibrational state, even though it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Taya doesn't make it feel good, but Taya makes you trust the process so that you can meet the obstacles and joy, whatever's going on when you're down your spiral, whatever manifestation that you are creating when you're down there, don't you don't have to fear that anymore because all of it serves our expansion. I am here with our latest Taya Bootcamp graduate or almost graduate. She's graduating tomorrow and we decided to do a podcast together. Monica Limbit. Hi, Monica. Hi, David. So I love having you on at this point because we we had a little meeting. We were getting ready for your graduation from Taya Bootcamp. And then you had a trip down the spiral uh, that was very meaningful and then a trip back up. So let's kind of just dive in right into that. I, I love that story that you shared. Yeah, the story was um, quick review was um, Chanel saved my ass. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, when we had a conversation, then I was about to go down the spiral. I was still in a get it done mode. But soon after, I felt I'm going down the spiral and I, I really surrendered because uh, I already had the tools because it was almost the end of the boot camp. So I had all the tools and I wasn't really afraid of it. So I was really diving into the experience. But um, it's funny when you are down the spiral, then somehow nothing helps. So you, you just have to surrender. But when you surrender, everything starts to change. And, and the first thing to do is, of course, to find an appreciation what I, what I wanted to do, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was even asking myself, like, what I appreciate in my life right now. And I'm like, I've been appreciating everything here, nothing to appreciate anymore. And, <laughs> and then um, I went to my closet and starting appreciating things in my closet and 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 finally it opened my eyes so I I kind of um, understood why some things are there and why I bought them and and what was the story behind them and I went really deep and I was digging in my closet for two days I guess until I was up the spiral. You were finding appreciation, uh, things to appreciate in your closet that actually took you up your spiral. Um, yeah, let's put it this way, because I have a lot of designer stuff there, but to appreciate. <laughs> so, so yeah, but, but um, seriously, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the last thing was my dance class, because I was already almost almost up or get it done back in the get it done mode at least it was much higher than it used to and then I went to my dance class and after when I came home I was so high so up to spiral that I I never ever experienced anything like that because I I have some um, experiences with psychedelics like ayahuasca and mushrooms and 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 I have experienced um, weed 
So I know those highs and I know, know what's going on there when you're tripping, but this was totally different. And I was, I was, I was so, so high that I couldn't really imagine that you can get there without anything helping you. That's huge. In fact, I think that's, that'll be the title of this, this podcast uh, episode is that you created a high higher than ayahuasca naturally you use Chanel, but for those of you that aren't into fashion and it's okay, if you're not, (laughs) if you don't have Chanel in your closet, it's okay. Uh, But you can use something that you appreciate and there's no judgment from source around the things that we appreciate. I know that um, a, a lot of times people will hear, well, you know, that's so nice that you've got those things to appreciate, but that's not the point, right? Uh-huh. It's you, you found things that you appreciated. You assigned your appreciation to something to work your way up. And, it, and if you're listening to this and you don't know what in the world we're talking about with this down the spiral and up the spiral and get it done, I'm going to tell you all about that in a minute. So it will be, I'll come uh, to clarity for you. But I love the fact that you, you had what we call a spin out where you were, down your spiral, down in lower vibrational territory for a couple of days. And the the interesting thing about that, and we're all aware of this, when you go down into that lower vibrational state, you are so, you're in such a fog. You're in that DTS fog that we talk about, the down the spiral fog, down in this lower vibrational state, your emotions are low. You, You don't feel energized. You don't feel hopeful. You don't feel positive. And it feels like there's no way out of that sometimes. And it's um, a darkness, right? I really felt that. I even started doubting in Taya. Because <laughs> my inner critic, Anna, she went on and she was like, what was the point of that? You are here now. And I'm like, yes, it's good to be here. Let me be here. So I was already identifying her and, and I could tell her at least back off or or sit somewhere else not with me until I figure it out so yeah but um getting back to the moment then when I came back home from the dance class then um I took my dog for a walk and I was literally dancing on the streets with my dog um he was pretty confused actually because usually he's sniffing around and and I'm like let's go go but I was like so in my own world that I didn't really care how long he's gonna sniff around so he, he was, was responding like, to your, your nice. heightened energy I love it yeah so and we came back from the walk and then I thought that okay I'm gonna sit in a meditation because right now it's the perfect time to sit there because energy and and I'm so high and what happened was um I met my one of the biggest transgressors my deeply religious grandmother so and um we had a conversation and what she had the message what she had for me was um the answer to the manifestation what I was reading down writing down um, in uh, last assignment 16 so um, and and I felt so loved and what, what I, I never ever felt that when I was a kid and um, next morning when I woke up I was still same high so we were dancing on the street with my dog again 
and I went to the gym and um, my second transgressor mom, um, she joined me in the gym and I was literally crying tears uh, of joy in the gym during, during my exercises. So and you were, not to put words in your mouth, but to clarify for everyone listening. So you were experiencing your mother's energy in the gym in a way that you don't necessarily experience her because you were so high up your spiral, you had access to the, the highest vibration of her. I Is actually, that a good way to describe that? Yeah, and I never ever uh, experienced that because let's say by the egocentric point of view or worldview, it wasn't the childhood, uh, like the best childhood. <laughs> right. But for me now, when I did the Taya and I detuned the transgressors, I can say that it was the best childhood ever. And, and when my mom joined me, her energy joined me, I felt the love that I never ever felt before. And I felt so whole. So um, when I started Taya and, and I started first assignment and journaling about transgressors, then everything that I had to say there against her and what I didn't experience or felt when I was a kid, suddenly I felt it. I felt everything. I was like totally filled with love. And then when I came home, um, my grandmother's energy joined as well. So I felt I'm rooted. I'm, I'm, I have like my ancestors backing me up because they're in a completed state both. So um, I, I felt like I have it all. It's a wonderful, it's so opposite of that down the spiral, that DTS feeling of hopelessness and that fog and that, that lethargy and that not even remembering what it's like to be joyful mm -hmm. in, in that state. And we, it's, that's how powerful vibration is. And we all go there sometimes. So the beautiful thing about all this is that you've done the work, you've gone through Taya Bootcamp, you had a lot of amazing experiences in, in your life and a lot of shifts in your life during Thai boot camp, which is pretty common. But I love that your biggest takeaway was this at the end of the experience, spin out, prolonged DTS for a couple of days where you, you feel just hopeless down there and that you figured your way out of that and then were able to look back in full appreciation of the experience. Yeah, um, I now I, it's been almost a week now from that, and um, I can say that it's the best experience ever during Taya, during my life, whatever, because um, first of all, I got to experience like real low and I got to experience the real high. And what you used to say that um, your old high is your new low. Now I totally get that because even when I was in a boot camp and I already knew what's the high, now it was so totally different high. <laughs> yeah, and, there's, and the thing I love about this practice is there's no ceiling. You there just go no. higher and higher and higher and you dip down. We all dip down, but the dip down has so much value in it that you learn to meet that lower vibrational state, even though it doesn't feel good, 
Mm-hmm. Taya doesn't make it feel good, but Taya makes you trust the process so that you can meet the obstacles and joy, whatever's going on when you're down your spiral, whatever manifestation that you are creating when you're down there, don't, you don't have to fear that anymore because all of it serves our expansion. Yeah, it's all working for us, not against us in any ways. And, and it's just an experience. But I learned to take the judgment away during Tataya because before that, okay, I was asking questions even before Taya. I was asking myself, like, what to appreciate here, or I don't know, somehow my inner guidance told me to do that but I didn't know about the practice yet and and I was like trying some things and they kind of worked but now I know that this is a practice and how to use the tools and they're like real tools to use and now I really I'm not afraid to live anymore and I'm not afraid to experience whatever because I know that this is just an experience when I zoom myself out and, and see it from the higher perspective. But the thing is that, of course, um, when you're down there trying to zoom out, not a good idea. No, <laughs> it's not going to work. No, you got to work your way out of it. And, and, yeah. and uh, low thought activities are great when you're really low, just doing something to take your mind off of it so you can you can go up a little bit. But I think where people really get tripped up is you get down in that low vibrational state and then you think you're going to go quiet your mind, meditate, and boom, you're going to change. <laughs> it doesn't work. You know, that, that inner critic. And, and to give you some definitions of these words, if you haven't heard them before, for all of you listening. So the inner critic is, that, is, is, is exactly that. It's that voice inside your mind that's part of your ego that wants to hold you in place, if not completely hold you down that you're not good enough, that's not going to work. Uh, this is a scam. That's a big one. You know, that none of this stuff's going to work. Oh, this tie thing doesn't work or whatever it is that you're trying to pursue to improve yourself or your, your goals, your ambitions, your new business, your better health, your better relationships, whatever you're looking for, that little voice that chimes in, that's your inner critic. And in the tie practice, we learn to mute that voice and ultimately do away with it. But the, it, it becomes a playful game right? And muting, I've, I've called mine Claude for years and I don't really hear from Claude anymore, but for a while, Claude would chime in. It became this little game because I separated that part of my ego away from me. And I made it a little thought bubble that was sort of out hovering next to me. And I made it, I gave it a different identity so that I could shut it up. Shut up, Claude, go away, Claude. Don't want to hear from you right now, Claude. And eventually that whole thing transforms And eventually it just dissipates and goes away, but it takes time because if you've had an inner critic your whole life, and most of us do, then it takes a little time to unwind something that has that powerful of a vibration going on. This takes time and practice as well, because I've been meditating every day for a year and a half now. It, even before Thai, I started with it. And, and journaling was part of my daily routine as well. And still, I couldn't recognize when my inner critic stepped in. Mine is Anna. And in my own language, in Estonian, Anna means give it. 
it means like really demandingly, give it to me. <laughs> so my Anna is really demanding. She wants everything right away happening now. <laughs> and, and even this meditation practice and journaling practice didn't help me to really catch her. But this Taya practice really taught me how to catch her and how to communicate with her because I can't say that, I don't wanna put any judgment on her that she's evil or whatever. She's just Anna. Right, I like that, I like that. And sometimes she appears- She was your creation and maybe served a purpose for a while and you're just moving out of the need for the inner critic. And I created her so I can recreate her or I can let her go or whatever. So I can, I can, create another experience. I'm that powerful. Taya taught me that power is in me and take the responsibility and, and, and be that powerful. And I don't like to give my power away anymore. I really like to be in my power. But yeah, <clears throat> the, during that meditation, uh, uh, Anna might come down her voice, but it doesn't mean that she goes away or anything. You just have to, you know, kind of understand when she's there and, and have a conversation. At least I have to have a conversation with her before she goes away. Well, appreciation is the detuning tool for everything. Like you were sharing earlier that you went through the detuning process in boot camp as we do, and appreciation is the key to that finding authentic appreciation for your transgressors. And a transgressor is any unwanted person, circumstance, or event at any point in your life. So all it's a big blanket topic for anything that you cannot look upon in full appreciation. That's a transgressor. Mm -hmm. And our transgressors are the root of our triggers. They're the root of our limiting beliefs. They're, they drag us down in vibration. And when you raise what we call your default vibration, when your vibe is just higher, more of the time, you are more naturally in a state of joy and appreciation, regardless of what's going on in your life. And I know there are people listening that perhaps think, well, gosh, I can't appreciate anything right now because my life is X, Y, Z. We, we work with a lot of people that have that same scenario. And it's amazing when you get your default vibration up a little bit, how your whole reality shifts around that. Mm -hmm. And things just flow in and, and whatever whatever your version of abundance is, it's the, everyone's version of abundance. It's an individual thing. And there's no judgment around what your version of abundance is. If it's money, great. If it's a new business, great. If it's just being happier, uh, if it's complete surrender to the universal process of creation and just enjoying the ride, whatever that looks like, that's your bubble of reality creation. So that's your abundance. That's why we say trust your abundance. It's your abundance. That's what TIA stands for, T-Y-A, trust your abundance, whatever that means for you. And when you have something that's holding you away, it's always rooted in transgressor energy. And as soon as you find appreciation for the transgressor, it's no longer a transgressor because you appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And it's not bypassing, it's authentic. This is how that served me. And the sooner you get to appreciation, the sooner you get to how that transgressor served your expansion. Because everything that we have going on in this world is, it's an illusion of a physical reality that we're in and we're experiencing it, but all of it is just an experience. Yeah. All of it. 
exactly it is and um um what i wanted to say <laughs> i totally lost my lost my thought right now but um well that's okay while you think about that i'm going to go over a couple of definitions and then it's going to come back to you so dts is down the spiral uts is up the spiral this is a little mini tie out master class for anybody that's new so up the spiral is high vibration source connection you feel good when you're up there you're in a state of joy and appreciation and we all have source source is that eternal consciousness version of us that connects all of us and connects all of creation because it's all the same thing and we are expressions of that so if we're in this physical reality and we're here to, to enjoy and savor whatever it is, if it's a Chanel bag, so be it, right? It's whatever you want to experience. And, and if you pull judgment out, and we're all about pulling judgment out of everything, then you have freedom to go experience whatever you want or have whatever you want or be whatever you want or do whatever you want. And when you stop demonizing the things that you're taught to demonize in the society, and just have appreciation for all of it, everything in life changes. And that's what delivers that high that no plant medicine can deliver. And I'm not anti anything. So don't send in your messages about plant medicine. It's great, wonderful. Uh, I've had my experiences. But being to, to understand that you can create that natural high and create that natural connection to all that is without any substance or any plant medicine or however you want to label that, that's incredible. But we're all capable of it. All of us are capable of it. But usually what happens like for with the plant medicine, we are giving our power away again. We are giving the power to the plants. That's what happens. Indeed, yeah. indeed. And, and, and there's nothing, again, there's no judgment about an experience. If you want to go do ayahuasca and have that experience, have that experience. Of understand that you can create your own experience and you can create your own pathway to it without judgment. Yeah. And if it's Chanel bags and spending two days in your closet full of designer <laughs> clothes, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah. Because usually there is a lot of judgment around that too. Oh, sure. At least sure. Oh, material things don't that. matter. Money's not important. It's funny. I had a, um, I was just thinking back to somebody that, that went into one of my uh, YouTube videos from a while ago, and we were talking about money and, and she went in and, and you know just pummeled the video. Oh, this is awful, this is terrible, this isn't spiritual because money is evil. We're not about money anymore. This was at the beginning of COVID and we're gonna move out of the money system. We'll be out of it in a few months. <laughs> and here, like a year and a half later, I'm like, mm, we're, we're still, still the money here. system. We're still here, yeah. We haven't, we haven't graduated to 5D where there's no need for currency or exchange. And the physical environment is all about the exchange. And, and, and the summit, the last summit that we did uh, where I channel for four hours or more uh, for a private audience, the stream really went deep into being the top of the pyramid is about having appreciation for the whole pyramid. That's how you get to the top of it. And that includes our money system, our health system, our relationships, uh, you know, whatever aspect of life. And those are the top three. But whatever aspect of life we're wanting to thrive in, and most of us want to thrive in all of it, just meaning be in a state of joy and have the experiences that we discern as our preference, you're not going to fully thrive in it until you get to the top of the spiral in deep appreciation of all of it. 
So think about our, our financial system in this world is based on exchange, energy exchange. I have the energy of, of financial abundance behind me, and therefore there is no reason to demonize anything that costs money. It's just a thing. And the things that we appreciate are expressions of source. So if something that we appreciate is an expression of source, how can a thing be good or bad? Mm-hmm. It's just it's an expression like, yeah, of source. Yeah. It's just a preference. Exactly. Yeah. So no demonization of your closet full of designer clothes or you're allowing your Chanel bags to take you up your spiral. At the same time, understand that if you don't have a closet full of designer clothes and you don't have a Chanel bag, there are things in your life that you can appreciate. Of course. You, yeah, you used your tools. You used <laughs> your tools of appreciation to get you up your spiral. And we all have the power to do that. I never ever used that tool because <laughs> I was o- always having the same judgment around that because, okay, I bought the stuff. I, I really love it. I, I really love designers and, and, and things like that, but I'm coming from the place I used to grow up in a Soviet time when Estonia was under the Soviet. So um, we had nothing really. It was poverty, let's say. And I grew up um, first seven years with my grandmother and grandfather. And and then I moved to my mother's house where um, we were living in a pretty big poverty because we even didn't know that maybe for the next uh, paydays we might even not have anything to eat or anything like that so but somehow we survived and we were happy and and nothing nothing what, bad. what uh, political system uh, was was present in Estonia when communist communist okay I was thinking it was I didn't want to, to say that so yeah. you you were you lived in communism exactly where you're you're kind of told by the government what kind of life you're going to have right yeah, and there was a lot of uh, what you can do and what you can't do, a lot of judgment again. And then um, my grandmother, she was deeply religious. She was always telling me, like, don't do this because God tells you not to. Or, oh, my God, you can't do this. God watches you if you do this. That happens. And I didn't even realize that I was living in so much judgment around everything because i was the rebellious one of course when soviet times ended in 1992 i was the one like oh now i'm gonna have my experience whatever i i I did everything against anything normal and and i guess i succeeded because i i i had my successful business but i um started and and i sold it uh, during the Taya boot camp, actually. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's one. That was a big manifestation that you freed up for yourself while you're in boot camp. Yeah, because yeah, I really wanted to close that door and open another door here in America. Because I've been traveling back and forth for the past eight years, and I felt like now it's time for me to move on. And I I really felt deep down inside of me that the next step is going to be here in US, not in Estonia, because I've done there everything what I wanted to do. And now I have to do, I want to do things here. So, and, um, and all the judgment was still with me. And when we had a stream meeting 
first when I started bootcamp. After I listened to that and I was, I, I, I really even didn't have any idea that I had so much judgment around everything, what I did around myself. And, and now when I detuned the transgressor energy, this judgment went away and, and I didn't really have to do anything to get rid of the judgment. I just needed to detune my transgressors and this judgment just left me. That's what happened. It's, it's a natural, when you start detuning, it becomes a natural byproduct of that, right? Exactly. You're detuning your, the roots of all of that stuff. And then there's no need to judge anything anymore because you don't need that security blanket of judgment. Yeah. Because the transgressor energy is freed up. I had an interesting experience. Um, we, we were sharing this earlier about the power of detuning transgressors. And so we've, we've started for the, the Taya Bootcamp and, and the whole stream of David, uh, David Strickle media business. We've started doing advertising for the first time in a while. We have never, uh, we, we have advertised, we have not advertised in quite some time. So we've started running, uh, we're working with a fantastic uh, marketing company and we've started running uh, ads on Facebook. And Facebook is an advertising marketing powerhouse, the, the greatest ever on planet Earth that we're aware of. And it's, it's very powerful. Uh, and it, it's, it's an interesting uh, sort of wild west situation where you put these ads out there and you start trying to fine tune who your audience is. And as you're doing that, they're showing your ads just to kind of random people. And then it gets a little more targeted and a little more targeted. So the ad started and I hadn't dealt with this in a while, but all of the, the trolls that come under your ads, and especially when you're talking about a mindset coaching and law of attraction or anything that seems spiritual to people, that's very triggering. And so all of these troll comments were coming on my ad and they popped up and I was like, in the beginning, I was like, whoa, you know, all these people are saying, oh, you're a crook. This is fraud. Get this off my page. This is trash. And uh, I was kind of getting entertained because some of them were, were worse than that. I'll even repeat some of them. But the funniest one to me is somebody, uh, there's a picture of me in the ad and the marketing company chose this picture. I would have probably not chosen that. Uh, and uh, it, it, somebody wrote, if you, if law of attraction were real, you wouldn't be bald. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I thought, wow, I haven't even thought about that. I actually like myself bald, but I've never even considered trying to attract hair on the top of my head or anything else. You know, I, you know, this isn't about trying to look like George Clooney. So I just thought it was so funny. And I talked to the marketing guy. I said, wow, there's all these, you know, nasty, you know, troll kind he goes, oh, no, 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 that's great. The trolls help you. Because every time somebody makes a negative comment, it actually boosts the reach of the ad because Facebook thinks people like the ad. They're commenting on it and they comment on it. They actually help the ad reach more people. Let the trolls go crazy on your ad because it, it actually saves you money. It's They show the ad to more people for less money. Point said, okay, that's cool. Trolls again. <laughs> right. So I started appreciating the trolls and like, okay, fine. In the beginning, I was being entertained. I was interacting a little bit, just trying to be funny back. And then I just stopped and just let them have their, their thing. And then forgot about it because we ran multiple ads. And then I went back and looked at um, some comments and all of a sudden the trolls were gone and all of these comments on the ad were very positive. People that really were, were connecting with the ad and commenting on it. And of course, the most important thing is that people, you know, like the ad, they realize it's something that might be for them. They click and they, they you know, take a class or something like that. That's great. But seeing the shift from really nasty troll comments 
people saying that I was a crook and I, you know, all this kind of sort of thing to people actually having discussions amongst themselves about the content of the ad. That shift happened in my appreciation of the ads and of the interaction on the ads. And it was, it was night and day. It was really funny how powerful this works. This appreciation thing works. Authentic appreciation is such a powerful detuning tool around anything. And that's why we talk about pyramids. You know, you can't, you can't demonize our system of commerce and be in it and, and benefit from it. You're going to be lower on that pyramid if you are saying that money is evil and that everything should be free and we shouldn't have to work, then you're going to be at the bottom of the pyramid. Believe me, you don't want to be there where, where everything should be free and nobody has to really work because isn't that an idea of communism? So <laughs> I already been there. I well, you know, the problem with that idea is time. somebody needs to produce the food, somebody needs to build the house, somebody needs to generate the electricity, somebody somewhere has got to work for everything that we enjoy. Now, mm -hmm. certainly you can disconnect from our system of commerce and go live in the wilderness mm -hmm. if you want, but we've created all of these wonderful, comfortable, amazing things as humanity that we all get to enjoy. So if you're demonizing how you get them and think, gosh, I shouldn't have to work. I should just be able to sit on my sofa and be on the internet and watch TV all day and have all my food. Well, someone, someone somewhere is working for all of that. All yeah, of and then you like your sofa and at the same time, you're demonizing the system of commerce. Right, so if you're demonizing the system of commerce, you are lowering yourself down to that heavy base of the pyramid mm -hmm. and not being at the top. The people at the top, love the system of commerce and it, they get demonized so often. Well, of course they're billionaires, they're evil. They should just be giving their money away to everyone. Mm -hmm. Well, where are you on the pyramid when you're thinking that way? Probably I'm shallow too, because I was appreciating my Chanel bags. Yeah. <laughs> Some of people's- opinion. Well, the, 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 trick, the trick for me, because I definitely, I have the whole story. I grew up very poor, just like you did. Mm -hmm. And- I grew up thinking that money and material things were the answer to everything. And I was really, I understood law of attraction and I really focused my law of attraction knowledge on money and material things. And I got to a point in life where I had, I had the life that I identified as rich when I was a child. Now that I'm an adult, rich means something totally different. But when I was a kid, if you lived in a big fancy house and you drove a nice car and you had nice clothes and you had fancy furniture and you, you know, ate at nice restaurants, that's what rich people do. And I had that life. And I got to that point and realized that I liked the stuff, but the stuff was not making me happy mm -hmm. because I wasn't happy otherwise. So the thing about appreciating material things is that obviously we are here to experience a material world. So there's nothing wrong with any material thing. Just don't expect it to be happiness. Exactly. You can appreciate it and go up your spiral, but understand that if you are truly at the top of the pyramid, your, your Chanel bags, your Michelle bags, <laughs> that's the knockoff, <laughs> your Chanel bags could all go away tomorrow but if you're at the top of the pyramid, you're completely fine with that because you don't need them to be happy. Of and you course. know that you can manifest more of something that you appreciate. Whatever, exactly. And I had the same realization when I started Taya that everything what I wanted when I was a kid or teenager or, 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 or maybe during the university years even, 
I have it. But I was so busy getting more and more that mm -hmm. I didn't realize that I have had it all already. And like you said, it didn't make me happy. That's why I was like looking for something else. I've been always looking for something else, some some meaning for my soul, some 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 other things. And and even if I look material, materialistic from the outside, my inside has been always like looking for other things to enjoy, like being friends with yourself, loving yourself and, and really realizing what you want and what's your needs uh, as, a, as, a, as a, how you say it, not source, but soul or soul source. I don't know, it's the same. All the same thing to me. Same thing. It's all, all eternal consciousness, right? That is your soul, is your source connection. And to me, that's how I define that. Yeah. So the the the, the material thing, uh, that's that's a big point of contention for a lot. But in this practice, again, we're not judging anything. So if you want to appreciate material things, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's there's no judgment from source regarding anything that we choose to experience in physical. So mm -hmm. if there's not you can absolutely appreciate something that is an expression of source. I remember uh, I, I'm a car person. I know you're a car person too. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of nice cars. I've had Mercedes and I've had Porsches and I've had Audis and all this stuff. And I want a Rolls Royce before I die. That's sort of my car bucket list. You know, to me, uh, the Rolls Royce is, a, a, is the pinnacle of, of automotive craftsmanship. And they are beautiful. They are, are so well-made, the very best materials. I just really appreciate them. And I always have, and I don't have a Rolls Royce at the moment. Uh, I would like to manifest a Rolls Royce. Is it the most important thing? No, not at the moment. Certainly not, but I would like to have one. I do appreciate them. And I appreciate the car I have sitting in the garage right now. But I remember having this conversation with the stream about, is it bad for me to want a Rolls Royce? Because, you know, how does that look? And what are people going to say? And the very clear guidance I got was that is an expression of source. Mm -hmm. Anything that you look upon in appreciation, think of the source energy that goes into creating something that beautiful that you appreciate so much. So how can ex an expression of source be wrong? That's judgment again, that exactly. that's bad. You shouldn't be driving that, you know, you're, you're this channel and you're connected to source and you're driving around Rolls Royce. All that is fear and judgment. So when it's time for me to manifest my Rolls Royce, I'm going to manifest it. And we are here judgment of others is not important. Experience, right? And right. human experience means that we get to experience material things as well, right? Sure. It's all part of it, but I don't expect a Rolls Royce to cover uh, my genuine happiness and source connection. And I can tell you that I have I have been, you know, what I would call rich from my childhood perspective. And I have been broke and I have found happiness in all of it, mm -hmm. in all of it. And that's what I love about this practice. If regardless of where you are, you can find joy and happiness and love of self and source connection. It does not matter. And when it comes to boot camp, I tell everybody all the time, anybody that wants to get into boot camp gets into boot camp. period. We've had homeless people join boot camp. We've had billionaires join boot camp and we've had everything in between. So take the judgment of the finance out of all of this practice 
and understand that I love teaching this. And we teach it on this podcast. We teach it on the YouTube channel. We teach it in the Facebook group. Uh, we, you know, there's lots and lots and lots of, of paths to starting to consume this. Bootcamp is just that. It's getting in and really cementing this as your way of life. And, and I love it when you guys go through and you get out and we don't graduate you until you've seen it show up in your life. And that's the coolest thing. It's like you already saw it show up in your business transaction and in other things. And right here to the end, you manifest this amazing dip down that really shows how it's showing up. Yeah, yeah. That was like final exam for me. You know, I manifested that. And I really, I, I can even recall that. And, and I, I really get that how even I manifested that because maybe a few days before that I, I had a little doubt coming in about myself that am I ready to graduate? Did I really get the practice? I was starting asking that kind of questions and a few days later I manifested this DTS. Yeah, you needed so, to show yourself, solidly I, show yourself yeah. that you know this practice. You know how to go down, you know how to appreciate it, and you know how to bounce, allow that that dip down to bounce you higher than you've ever been. I love that. I think it's a great so story. So I examined myself, let's put it this way. <laughs> yeah, and you are you already set up to come on here before that even happened, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that perfect? That you is. had the perfect story to come on here and share with everyone beautifully that this was the end of your experience in boot camp, which is just the beginning of your Taya experience as you, you're starting to figure out, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm planning to join the mastery. So it is a beginning. And for me, of course, being in this podcast, the big part of it is kind of coming out of my comfort zone because I've been always afraid to speak in public in English because it's not my first language and I've been always afraid of the judgment around it and and now I understand where the judgment came from and when I detuned those transgressors it didn't feel so awful anymore or or so frightening anymore it was like oh podcast okay let's do this so like I said this judgment just left me I didn't do anything. I just tuned the transgressors. That's it. And you did a fantastic job. Your English is fantastic. <laughs> Anyone and everyone is going to understand exactly everything that you had to share on this, this episode. So Monica, thank you so much for sharing your story and coming on and, and being part of boot camp and soon to be part of mastery. It's, it's fantastic to have you in our world. You are a bright light. Thank you, David. You're just Taya has changed my world completely, completely. And, and I see things from totally different perspective and, and it helped me to kind of zoom out the perspective <laughs> and to appreciate life and, and, and experiences totally different way. And when I joined the boot camp, I wasn't in a bad place with myself or with anything i joined it because i felt my soul wanted to join because I, I i heard your podcast and and when you started talking i was like that's for me i need to take that course 
and I did action right away. I booked the meeting with you and, and we started. So it was more my, my source told me to do the tie <laughs> Always follow your source, right? Exactly. exactly. I'm glad you did. Thank you so much, Monica. Thank you. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what we shared here today, and if it inspired you to think differently, even for just a moment, I have something that you're absolutely going to love. It's a full 90 minute masterclass where I've condensed all the knowledge that I've acquired throughout the years after writing two books and helping hundreds of people change their lives. Take the action steps that I share in this masterclass. The only place that I share this is in these masterclasses aside from my Taya Bootcamp program. And if you know our teachings, you know that we're not about rainbows and fairy dust. We are about extreme ownership, claiming the power to transmute anything in your life to something positive, claiming the power to create your life exactly the way that you dream of it. So everything that you're going to learn in the masterclass is something that you can take and apply in your life as soon as you're done watching. So just go to the streamofdavidmasterclass.com and register and take this 90 minute masterclass. It will transform your life. Again, that is the streamofdavidmasterclass.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, you are absolutely gonna love this masterclass. Thank you again. I'll see you in class.